Hey, everybody. We've got our special guest, Andrew Staples from the Escape Pod with us to talk about the finale of the Shin Show. I mean, Ahsoka. Welcome to uh, Two Geeks and a Microphone. Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Well, hello there, everyone. Welcome to Two Geeks and a Microphone. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, the most illustrious, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. (laughs) And who is this with us today? I'm so excited for today. We have the president of the Shin Hati fan club with us. Yes! (laughs) Mr. Andrew Staples (laughs) of the Facebook group, uh, The Escape Pod, which we frequent. We do, by golly. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I haven't... uh done any podcasting in almost two years the uh wow. spider-man no way home uh recap i did on a show i had one time that was the last time i did anything so i've been looking forward to this <laughs> oh we're excited to have you i will say this and i'll tell everybody i have thoroughly enjoyed your post on the escape pod about the shin hati show <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well luckily we didn't see her demise in in this uh first season (laughs) if that happened uh, i would still be (laughs) up in a corner somewhere (laughs) well hey everybody we are going to be talking about the finale of ahsoka and not only will we be talking about that, and there's a lot to talk about, but it just overall impressions of the show as well. Um, and so I'm pretty excited about that. So, but first, let's roll into our uh, geeky news and geek dar. Okay. Well, we have no geeky news today. I just haven't found anything really worthy to share on the show. So we're going to skip geeky news and red, go right into geek dar. Control the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. That's not all he's lost. Yeah, and people say the same about us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who wants to go first for their geek door? Uh I will I will go first. So right. everybody knows that we've had uh we had uh, the old Mr. Eric July from the Ripiverse on and he had a special deal on the website uh, that Mike sent to me. So <laughs> I have here dun 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 from Ripiverse. Oh, are you going to do an opening for us? Look at this packaging, uh, everybody! It's it's. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, I am unboxing the cardboard portion of the packaging, which is. I mean, really, you're paying for this packaging too when you get it, but that's okay. But I got 
Isom One. Nice. Uh, now I've not read it yet, but boy, this baby is. This thing's heavier than I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a pretty big book. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, I'm actually ramping up. I, I'm actually really interested in Alpha Core. So uh, yes. as he's getting ready to start that campaign here pretty soon, I'm, I'm kind of getting ramped up for it. So if you have not had a chance to check out the Ripiverse, I encourage everybody to do so. Uh, that was by far our most viewed uh, show and on on YouTube, and he was great. If you have not heard that uh, that interview, please go and listen to that. Watch that. Um, we get started. He comes in a little bit later, and he, we get started what, about twenty minutes in, I think, with him. Right, and uh, he comes in. So if you get a chance to watch that, really, really interesting, very interesting. And, and so far, I've liked both uh, Isom One and Two. And like you said, I'm looking forward to Alpha Core, which will be his next campaign. And then uh, his campaign for winter will be Yaira. And I'm really excited about Yaira. I want to find out more about her. She's pretty intriguing to me, you know, because she just kind of pops in and then pops out. And it's like, who was that? <laughs> I want to know more. Man? Right. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. All Good right. Morning. Andrew. You got a geek dar for us? Yeah, I've got the uh, Darth Vader Duel's End uh, battle damage figure from the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Just came out last Monday, mm. and uh, look forward to opening that up. You can see Hayden Christensen's face pretty good in that. So uh, nice. Uh, and uh, then I got this. Just this just came yesterday. It was a uh, a letter from uh, the lady that plays Shin's lawyer. Um, saying that I can come to any event that she is at, but I have to be a hundred feet away and uh, can only wave. But uh, this letter will go great with my uh, letter from uh, Daisy Ridley's lawyer, Taylor Swift's lawyer, and Elizabeth Holton's lawyer. So this is going to go up in my wall. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> can we call you Andrew the Stalker? <laughs> Uh, you know, those are fan mails. You know, they, they he got fan mail from letters. Letters? <laughs> Please no, stay at least 150 feet away. I know one of my friends that uh, tagged me on Facebook the other day. I'm like, some of the actors are going to be at this thing in California. You're like, you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, if it wasn't so far, maybe, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't have a restraining order on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, oh, so my geek dar. Uh, I watched uh, episode one of season two of Loki last night. Okay. Uh, and? I'm in. I am in. Really. Oh. Yes. Really? I, see, I like season one. I thought season one was good. But I really think you should watch uh, episode one of season two. And you tell me what you think. Because uh, I thought I, it, was, it was great. It was fantastic. I, I was going to cancel my Disney Plus subscription. Because I was like, <laughs> you only had. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You're going to cancel Disney Plus over. over... <laughs> come on. What? I don't know that first over Loki. did they really yeah I, I thought loki was great i loved it uh, so if, if, you, if you had to give it a rating what would you give it um this first episode i'd probably give it nine 
Nine. I don't know what I'd use as my scale, but I, I would go with a nine on this one. I really, really? yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew, did you see it? Mm-hmm. I would I'd give it an eight or a nine. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was a couple. Uh, there was one new character that was really really cool. I won't spoil yeah. it. Yeah, I won't spoil that either. But I was really happy okay. with the new character. All right. Yeah. It was worth watching it just for him. I mean, <laughs> right, agreed. right, agreed. Yep. I did. Uh, um, I have one other thing for Geek Dar. Okay. So, oh, oh wait. So, I, no. Are you done with Loki though? Anything else yeah. about Loki you want to share? No, I just wanted to say that. I saw it and I really enjoyed it. Yep. Um, I think we should do a wrap up at the end of the season of it. Okay, um, which, which means right. Stephen, you're you got an assignment to watch it now. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> of course, see, I also like Sylvie, and, and yes. I'm really excited about what it, what they do with Sylvie. So okay, you know, my, my daughter doesn't. Megan doesn't like Sylvie. Oh, oh fun! Sylvie Pop, nice, nice. <laughs> Nice, nice. Megan's got a bunch of uh, uh, Loki pops. She's got, I don't know how many Loki. (laughs) Loki and Harley, I think, are her most. Megan, how many Loki pops you got? I don't know off the top of my head. (laughs) So many, she can't remember. She can't remember there's so many. (laughs) Although she doesn't have Sylvie. Yes, I do. Oh, you do? Mm -hmm. I didn't think you bought Sylvie because you don't like Sylvie. I like the way she looks. Uh, Me too. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Who you like better, Sylvie or Shin? Well, now it's Sylvie. Now it's Sylvie season. So, oh, uh, season two is Sylvie. Um, season two is Sylvie. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Oh gosh, <laughs> that is funny. Brenda gave it an eleven. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Well, speaking of watching stuff, I watched the finale of season two of Wheel of Time. Ah. And I w- the, the, the series was okay, but the finale was really good. Okay. It was really good. The, the season two finale was, was, it was like, finally, you, got, you led up to something, you know, kind of a thing. Um, so it was good. It was, it, it did a nice job of tying up some, some of the storylines from season two. It does a nice job of leading into, uh, season three. I think they did books two and three of the wheel of time oh, series oh, Megan, in the season. Megan. You so power on. So anyway, so it was really good. So, uh, I, uh, I, I quite enjoyed it. So you pulled the power cord on the, I have no sound. We have no sound. We can hear you, but he can't hear us. <laughs> so everybody, while they're working on technical difficulties, they're over at the Shanks household. <laughs> uh, let's do this. All right. Let's move on to our, I'm very excited and we are going to move into our main event. So, With that being said, here we go. It's time for the main event. Time for Ahsoka finale. Asaka, as my wife would jokingly say. 
Sorry about that. Megan pulled the power on our power on our our soundboard. <laughs> so I completely lost sound. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I, hey, I was going to ask you something real quick and then I lost sound. Um, yeah. So you're talking about we'll go back to Geek Drive for just a second. Sure. Um, so you were talking about Wheel of Time. Yeah. I, I got to ask the inevitable. How many Steven skips? None. None. Okay. That's... None in the finale. None and just whatsoever. to let you know, we've crossed over with three geeky dads apparently because three geeky dads i was i'm a little behind on three geeky dads and but i was listening to their episode on newcomb high which was a drink oh. that was good and it was it was great right. um but in the beginning they're giving their reviews of it right and derek is like i have to admit i, I used the 10 second skip a lot during this and <laughs> brian brian Quick, you know, quick on the uptake goes. Oh, so you did the Steven skip like our friends over at Two Geek and Two Geeks and a Microphone. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love it. I love it. So apparently, we're influencing uh, right them over at Three Geeky Dads. I love we, it. We we have been working on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, we need to. Yeah, I, yeah, we need to come up with a graphic for that. It is. It's in, it's in Canva. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. We. You got to tell me these things, dude. I don't know. It's okay. I wasn't, I, you know, it, it, I, I struggle with that. I have to feel like it's perfect before I can release it. And I, I have to remember, I have to remind myself all the time. And what everything. Is, but yeah. What did you tell me? Uh, None is, is better, better than, than perfect. perfect. We yeah. just heard that somewhere too. Brendan and I just heard it. She oh, said, did you? you hear what they said? Yeah. Yeah. It was something yeah. on, oh, it was a, a new uh, YouTube channel I discovered on, on Halloween, uh, costume building and stuff like that oh yeah really fun i'll have to get the name of it and maybe that'll be my geek dar next week that's good <laughs> all right ahsoka or as your wife would say ahsoka ahsoka uh all right Brendan and i say that every week by the way <laughs> do you yeah we do too or you know Actually, my wife, now that Dancing with the Stars is on, we go to our separate corners and watch whatever show we're watching. <laughs> of course, Andrew, he goes on as Shinati. Right. <laughs> no, I'm like, why do they always say the wrong name of the title? Everybody. <laughs> right. I don't get that. What? All right, let's give our ratings, uh, overview ratings. Uh, I'm I'm excited about this. Um, uh, what are we What are we picking for our scale? Um, Shin lightsabers. Uh, well, I was kind of thinking zombie troopers, but Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one I was thinking Morta sanctuaries. Uh, oh, we got three different ones. Okay, I say we use our, our each of, of us use our own. Really? How's that? What? Yeah. Okay, we'll, cool. We'll go with that. All right. Um, we'll start, since Andrew's the guest, we'll start with Andrew. I watched it again last night, and I think I give it a nine. I give nine uh, because uh, the first time I watched it, it, something didn't sit totally right with me, but it, after the second viewing, it uh, it really uh, got better. So <laughs> oh. I am right there with you, Andrew. Right there Interesting. I, I I look forward to hearing about that because we're trying not to do spoiler territory, everybody. We kind of give our overviews just so you know. If this is the first time you're joining us, we thank you so much for being here with us as we keep crack up. And I love Andrew, I love having you here with us. So I uh, uh so you we give try it nine shin lightsabers. Yep. Okay. Nice, okay. nice. All right. 
Um, I give it a good solid 8.5. I give it 8 because the the episode was good. I enjoyed it. Still not as good as episodes 5 and 6. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. But but yet the very, very end with... uh, with Balin Skull, I was like, oh, I give it the extra 0.5. Almost, nah, maybe I'll give it a full point. I'll give it a nine. I'll, I'll give it a nine, full point, because okay. the implications of those scenes, and I'm looking forward to talking about that, are just, just phenomenal. Phenomenal. Great. And I think it proves some of my points that I've made previously in the show. So I'm very excited about talking about it. Okay. I'm excited to hear that. All right, so um, I am a lot like you on my opinion of this, Andrew. When I first watched it, I kind of went, huh? Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, In fact, our friend Jeffrey from uh, Nerdery and Murdery messaged me. uh, Oh, yeah? And he's like, "Uh, I think I'm done with Ahsoka. (gasps) Really? Because it's, you know, the end of the season. Yeah. He he did not like this this episode whatsoever, and I says and you know he gave me some reasons and stuff, and I go okay I yeah I get your frustration I understand that oh I um, can't wait to hear what that was well, well we'll be talking to him at the end of this month so <laughs> well, well well you know I'm sure he's gonna pop in in the in the chat here and there I, right because he has been anyway um. So there are some things that I agree with Jeff on, but I needed to watch a second time, just like Andrew. And after I watched it the second time, I'm like, you know, even though there are some things that bug me, I really like this series. I, you know, um, Ahsoka was kind of flat in the beginning for me, but she, once we got to Ahsoka White, I really liked her a lot better. Much more better. Much more better. Cheers, Cheers, everybody. Mm. Um, I think uh, Ezra is perfect casting. I mean, man, they got him spot on to the uh, animated. If you've not watched Rebels, go back and watch Rebel Rebels. There are some duds throughout the four four year or four seasons of it, but but there's some really good stuff in there too. And um, I really like Ezra a lot. Um, So, yeah, I think they did a great job at casting him. He was just fantastic. So that that's that's in the plus category. Um, I'm still not sold on this Sabine and the force stuff. It it bugs me. We we're missing a part of the puzzle. I know. I know uh, Huang gave us a little piece of that puzzle to help and it did help a little bit, but I, I still don't see where she, where, where Ahsoka sees this ability in her. I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to me. And there's a disconnect and it bugs me. So that's, okay. that's my hardest part of this whole series. Um, okay. Okay. And then of course we got, Freaking zombie troopers. I mean, yes. Spoiler alert. Zombie troopers. Dead troopers. (laughs) When we got that scene, I totally thought about you in that discussion that you had about that book that we had in the previous episode. Oh, yeah. In In fact, there's a moment. There's actually a Sabine moment. I went, 
Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, I okay. Give it, since we had zombie troopers, sorry, spoiler. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it nine out of 10 zombie troopers after the second watch, the first watch, I probably would have only went seven, but after a good second watch. Okay. I, I, you know, I was like, yeah, I really like this episode. So it, it does take a couple watches to get it. You know, yeah, it, it grows on you. Agreed. Agreed. I did watch it twice myself. So uh, I'm right there with you guys. First time watching, I was like, okay, that was, that was good. Second time watching, I was like, Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll give it more. I just, <laughs> I, I think for me, I had such the anticipation because seven for, for me, you know, for, on our last week's show, I was just like, it just, it was just really, this is our penultimate episode. This is our leading into the finale. Yeah, I was like true. snooze fest for, for that type of, for, for episode seven, because five and six were so good. Um, and I still think those are better than, those episodes are better than. Wait a minute, the they were what? They were what? They, they were, were much, much more, more better. better. Cheers. Cheers, everybody! <laughs> oh, by the way, I did say that to Jeff in our chat. I, something came up, and I said, "So you're saying it was much more better?" And he went, "Cheers." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yep, you watch us." <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. So. So yeah, we're influencing people. I love it. I don't know if it's good or bad, but we're influencing people. Right. <laughs> All right. So are we going to spoiler territory now? Yes, I'm so excited. Yes, me too. All right, everybody. Here's the warning. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We are going into spoilerific territory. Okay. So as we move into spoilerific territory, I just have to ask what was your guys's favorite part spoiler alert everybody spoiler alert oh that's easy for me <laughs> uh, who's going first <laughs> andrew oh well that that was it 15 seconds that we saw shin but uh that would be <laughs> honestly my favorite part of the whole whole episode was Balin and uh him standing on the uh the statue i mean that just i was like they're really gonna do this they're really gonna do this and i was so excited <laughs> yes 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 so uh i i right there with you my favorite part was where he was standing on the statue and the statue was pointing and yes. um and and so let me uh well i i i'm not quite ready yet i'm sitting there trying to prep my pictures for us and I can't find my other oh, picture pictures. Nice. <laughs> yes. I, I got to make I an allusion to that. that. Awesome. Well, well I, I can't find my, my, there's the main picture I'm trying to find. Well, you I look can't. for that. And, and so, um, as much as I love that scene and, and I love the, uh, foreshadowing of what's to come. I, I absolutely love that. Although it brings a slight dread to me because, uh, you know, the fact that the gr great Ray Stevenson has passed away and yeah. so we've lost him. And so I'm questioning, I'm like, well, where, where do we go? Are we, are we recasting what's going on? I, I'm at this point, I think you have to recast. I, I don't see how you can go on with the way they set that up without yeah. recasting the, the role. Um, 
Right. And, and, and there's part of me that dreads that. Cause it's like, oh, I don't know if anyone's going to be able to play that role quite like he did, but at the same time, I want it to be played out. You know, I want to see what, what the story is that, what, what, uh, Filoni has in plan for, for, uh, that character. I, I think mm-hmm. that'll be incredible. Although that wasn't my favorite scene. My favorite scene was the zombies. Ah, okay. This okay. is a Star Wars dream come true for me. You know, uh, ever since I read Death Troopers, I have wanted zombie stormtroopers in live action uh, Star Wars, and I never thought we'd get it. And I thought this was fantastic. Um, absolutely loved it. I love the the green eyes, the reanimation. You know, and just them endlessly coming at them. It was so cool. But yeah. my favorite moment, and granted, yes, it's a Sabine Force moment, but when she actually pulls the lightsaber to her, just like Luke Skywalker in Empire Strikes Back, okay, we get that moment where she pulls the lightsaber to her and puts the lightsaber right through the uh, zombie stormtrooper's head. It was <laughs> it was freaking Walking Dead in Star Wars, and I absolutely <laughs> enjoyed it. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, that God. was totally wicked. Wicked. <laughs> Here we go. There we go. <laughs> and and even though I'm not big on on Sabine and the Force, that moment I went, "Yes!" <laughs> <laughs> You learned how to kill him. Good. <laughs> Excuse me. You, yep. you gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta pierce the brain. That's the only way to kill the zombie. You're you know? so funny. <laughs> and that's what we kept saying. You, you gotta kill him. You gotta, you gotta destroy their brain. You cut their head off. That's the only right. way to kill them. Because they, you know, they kept, they kept uh, going for body shots and stuff. And it's like that doesn't work. <laughs> but they don't know that in this universe. So right. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if we got as you know walking dead walking zombie walking stormtrooper uh show <laughs> oh give me a one-off movie of death troopers and i will be thrilled i'll be thrilled you know they could do it for for a halloween thing that right amazing and i want Action figures. <laughs> Come on, we gotta have a, uh, a you know a, a night trooper action figure with a partially you know open uh, mask with you, you see the zombie head inside of it and yeah I do have to say Rebel Force Radio was right uh, Jimmy Mack was right when he said yeah yeah the stormtrooper wasn't dead long enough to be. <laughs> decomposed like that <laughs> oh oh the one where we saw where we saw the mandible kind of the, yeah. right yeah it's yeah, looked yeah. great i mean come on it did look good it did look you good. can't yeah. have a zombie stormtrooper not look like that but at the same time it's like okay were they already dead to begin with and then yeah i don't know <laughs> a good know. call unless they were already dead but no that didn't make that wouldn't make sense yeah, though i guess it makes sense so i don't know i don't know i don't care I, I you know that's one of those ones i'll just let it go and i'll just enjoy it for what it is so let it go let it go <laughs> <clears throat> 
That was definitely the highlight for me. Love. Okay. It. All right. Oh, 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 okay. You hang on a second. Now? I finally hang on a second. I tried to I, stall long enough to get you some. I know. And I really appreciate it. Thank you there. Okay. Here we go, everybody. Okay. So I want to go back to my favorite part along with Andrew is okay. I'm going to show you, it's going to be really hard to see in this picture, but I'll, I'll explain it to those who, who are. It is a great scene. Oh my gosh. So if you, um, I'm going to do the entire screen. Here we go. Um, so what I'm sharing, everybody, is a picture of if you are looking as looking out, because I always thought, oh, it's, it's a nice, it's such a nice scene of seeing over Balin Skull's shoulder looking at this, you know, this mountain region and stuff. Yeah, it's but, a beautiful shot, by the way. What I missed in the first one, but caught in the second one. Oh, it's not going to let me zoom in. But right here, uh -huh. if you see it, you'll see a little itty bitty star or a little itty bitty light. Yep. Kind of a thing. Shimmer of light. Shimmer of light. Now, I went back <laughs> last night while I was working overnight. I, 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 it was only me in the store. And, and so I rewatched the Mortis trilogy. Oh, nice. I haven't gone back and rewatched it yet. I and mean, so it's hard to see this. Uh, but it is oh. it is the mortis sanctuary with nice. that light at the top because I was like if he's on the mort the father statue the mortis father statue then I'm like okay now after rewatching it though I was like well is it because I said I told everybody I think it's the sun because of the scene that we saw in the first or second. I can't remember which episode it was, but we saw the creature that the sun transforms into and I yes. kind of confirmed that. So I like, it's gotta be the sun. But after watching the Mortis trilogy again in Clone Wars, I was like, well, wait a minute. Did he die? Is he dead? You know, kind of thing. Did, did Anakin kill him? Kind of a thing. So, but I still think it is, it is, the, it's gotta be the Mortis sanctuary has to be. That, so that, wait a minute. So you rewatched Mortis. I did rewatch the Mortis okay, trilogy. So the father died for sure. The father died. Yes. The daughter, she died because she gave life back to Ahsoka. Right. Ahsoka was dying. Um, yes. But then she kind of got transferred into Mirai, the owl, which we've seen in this episode. We've we also seen Mirai in the, I think it was in Boba Fett when we saw ahsoka is either boba fett or mandalorian i forget which but yeah. we saw her there too the owl mirai and mm -hmm. um and then we think we think anakin killed the sun so now there's a right. theory out there the uh -huh. father wanted the anakin to take his place that is correct and there's a theory that anakin has taken his place i would based upon rewatching mortis and the way the mortis it does lend into that theory quite strongly that okay. that is the chosen one's role is to take the place of the father Ooh, i kind of like that i i yeah like the idea of this yeah you can see this is this here here's the it's arm the of the of the daughter, but the daughter's kind of gone kind of a thing. So, so I say, I, I, you know, with the son still being alive, 
I, I say the sun's alive somehow, some way. So you and, think the sun is still alive? I do think the sun's alive. You think Anakin has replaced the father? So yeah, I, and I think technically Ahsoka replaces, the, replaces daughter. the daughter. Well, I like that. I like that because so, yeah. I mean Ahsoka essentially got part of her essence. You know what I mean? Which is why I think Mirai follows her around because I think basically Mirai pr- protects Ahsoka mm-hmm. in a way, you know, mm-hmm. to to an extent, mm-hmm. almost like a, a a guardian angel type thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So agreed. But the question is, who is calling Balin? See, is I it, I think it's the it, sun. You think it's the sun? Yeah, I I I can't. If they go the Abeloth route, oh gosh, I hope they don't do that. I, I hope they don't. But if they do, that's pretty dark for Star Wars. Even though this was a dark episode, kind of a thing, you know, with the with the zombie troopers and that kind of a thing. Um, I honestly, e- even with what they did with uh, Elsbeth, um, yes, true, that's true. Uh, is is a little dark for Star Wars, but I mean, I was okay with it. I'm I'm not complaining about it. It, it was, but I was just like. I don't know if they'll go that far if it's Abeloth. That's why I think it's the sun, because I also think that's who we saw was the sun's, as Brenda said, spirit animal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The sun's transformation, because when I rewatched Mortis Trilogy, I was like, yeah, that's the sun. It's got to be the sun. Well, in in one part of the the episodes, the sun turns into a gargoyle and the daughter actually turns (laughs) into a griffin. I know it was so yeah. cool. So I mean, the daughter's turned into a griffin, and then later mm-hmm. after her death, she we believe she turns into Mariah the owl. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't know what to interpret. I I, I just I, I think it's just great lore that mm-hmm. we are getting through Ahsoka, and very excited. I I was like, oh my goodness, when the statue of the father was there, I was like, oh. <gasps> My geekdom would just went. Oh, I got geeky. What's the word? Goosebumps. Geeky goosebumps. It's almost like the Star Wars Mount Rushmore in a way. <laughs> in right. Some ways. right. 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 Yeah. 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 I like that. The Star Wars Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Although most people would think of Star Wars Mount Rushmore more as Anakin, uh, Obi Wan, uh, probably Yoda. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if she gets her place on mount rushmore andrew (laughs) from a certain point of view you know from a certain certain point of well played well well nice Nice. i love it i like that so that was that's that's my favorite part of of the the whole episode. I mean, that oh, was it, just that was incredible. It mm, really was. It was a I, great reveal for the end. Even though I was disappointed that we took this journey, and I was hoping that we would actually see who it was. But I do understand the point of saying, "Look, this is what next season is going to be about." Kind of a right. thing is is the Mortis delving into the Mortis uh, mythos, for lack of a better term. Now let me let me give my reason why I don't think Abeloth's coming into us, and then, then oh, I, I want I want us to have a discussion on 
Heir to the Empire and where we think there's some connections to Heir to the Empire. I have some theories and I'm dying to find out what Andrew's take is on some of this stuff. Um, so first of all, with Abeloth, the reason I don't believe, and I know all the YouTubers are just, you know, biting at the, you know, chomping at the bit at the whole Abeloth storyline. Um, my thought is, though, Abeloth is not a George Lucas written character whatsoever. Um, and and the Mortis gods, the Mortis, the ones, they are 100% George Lucas. I mean, they're George Lucas and, and Dave Filoni. So I just don't believe Dave Filoni is going to pull in a non-George Lucas into this, you know, uh, item into this story. I love I, that. I love yeah. that rationale. So that that's my reasoning behind. I don't believe it's it's Abeloth, um, and I and I know everybody's going nuts over the whole Abeloth thing. I just I think it's too deep a cut for most, especially casual Star Wars fans. You know, there's there's already been this issue of um, people don't even understand who Ahsoka is because they didn't watch the Clone Wars. And oh, if they okay. don't know who Cl- okay. if they don't know who Ahsoka is, they're definitely not going to know this Abeloth and get get this Abeloth thing. So you know, and and it's not like you can just go on Disney Plus and watch something about Abeloth where you can go on Disney Plus and get the Mortis trilogy. You know, right? So I, just I think for the record, everybody, Mortis easier. trilogy is season three, episode fifteen, <laughs> nice. sixteen, and seventeen. Nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. You know, maybe we'll have to do an episode on just the Mortis trilogy um sometime Ooh. soon. And that that'd be fun. That All right. Be good. So so we keep getting Air to the Empire. I mean, it's thrown around. I don't know how many times it's, we could probably make a drinking game out of how many times Air to the Empire has been said <laughs> during this series. Okay, and it's been well publicized that um, Dave Filoni is pulling heavily from Air of the Empire. So I want to know what parallels anyone is seeing. I I got a couple thoughts of what I think, um, because this obviously is not taking verbatim uh, Air of the Empire. It definitely isn't. But mm-hmm. I kind of want to know what you guys think are some parallels in the Ahsoka series to the Heir to the Empire story and where you think we might be going from here. That that's that was my thought on this whole episode, actually, honestly. And so there is um, I, I kind of think in a way the uh, uh, the the mothers. Um, uh, yeah. Whatever you call them. The witches, uh-huh. I almost think they represent uh, Sayaboth in a way. Okay. Because, um, you know, Sayaboth was this insane clone of a Jedi master and who, who was a dark Jedi, basically. And he was uh, promised by Thrawn that if, if he helped Thrawn with his fleet, that... Uh, he would give him okay. Luke, Leia, and for that matter, the her twins. unborn twins. You know, so that was his entire uh, uh, thing. Pitch, you know, 
Yeah, his agreement. That was, that was it. So my thinking is the witches are almost Sayaboth. That, that's okay. what I All believe. Right. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. Yes. Um, there are some people who are comparing, and this is where Andrew comes in. <laughs> there are some people who are comparing Shin Hati to Mara Jade. I don't know if I quite see that though. I mean, I kind of get the parallel in a way, but I, I don't know if I quite see it. And maybe I'm blinded because I'm such a big fan of Mara Jade. She is one of my absolute favorite Star Wars characters. She has been ever since she was introduced in Air of the Empire in 1991. And so maybe I'm a little biased. <laughs> But I, I'm I'm willing to be talking off the ledge. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, Andrew, you got any thoughts? Well, you know when the Sith, well, except Balin, I think was I think that's his original name. But like, who's to say we don't? Shin doesn't turn to the light side, and she said, "I'm going to go by my my born name or given name, and that's Mara." I mean, that would be pretty wild. I mean, you know, who's to say we don't know her backstory? Maybe she was at Jabba's. Uh, Sail barge. I mean, <laughs> they could write that in a book like they did Mara Jade. Uh, I think it'd be really cool. I could see the parallels there because there's the comparisons because it, uh, I mean, she, you know how Mara Jade was in the books, especially if you read the audio books, she was really kind of standoffish. I mean, didn't, wasn't great with people, you know, and you can just tell that with Shin. She did, besides Balin, she's always uncomfortable around. Uh, it seems like everyone she comes in contact with. So, uh, oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. That's actually a really good point because uh, yeah, she she was very standoffish in the beginning. She was very scared of the witches. I mean, you, you know, always bringing that up, and that makes you think that maybe I don't know. Did they have something to do with uh, how she ended up with B- Balin or something? I don't know. It's it's going to be really interesting to see if they well, touch the story. I have a theory of her and her fear of the witches. I think she's actually one of them. That could be that. And if she's one of them, I think that pulls her out of the Mara Jade category then. But yeah. on the other hand, if she isn't, so Mara Jade, for anyone who doesn't know, Mara Jade was known as the Emperor's Hand. She was the Emperor's secret assassin. Nobody in the Empire even knew she existed. So once the Empire fell, she had she had to leave. She had no choice. And she yeah, joined up with uh, Talon Crap. Uh, cards group which is a, a smuggler group and so she joined in with them so uh with with and so obviously she was a dark side user she's very powerful um so with that said in in that aspect i kind of see her in the mara jade um slot just because she's a dark side user um She's kind of uncomfortable, like like you said, Andrew, around just about everybody, you know, other than Balin, of course, her master. Um, and she's she seems to be. It looks like she's going to join forces with the 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 red guys. I don't know what the I forget what they were called. Um, forgive me for that. But she seems to be joining forces with them, and that's almost like Mara joining with talent cards group you know what i'm saying and and i and she doesn't become she doesn't become come to the light side 
until she meets Luke Skywalker and she's forced to work with Luke Skywalker. So those are the parallels that I could see with Shin. You know, Shin could be placed in that same type of uh, atmosphere. She's working with these guys and then all of a sudden she's forced to work with Ahsoka and then starts to come over to the light side. That That's the only way I can see her plugged into the Mara Jade slot. I I I think your Mara Jade parallel theory sucks. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just Ow. kidding. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Um, I I don't agree with those who say, "Oh, it's this way to get Mara Jade," because I don't think everything's connected. Plus, I think that takes away from the really cool aspect of the Shin Hati character. Okay, here's why. Um, well, now now to be fair. I really don't want Shin to be Mara Jade. I want Mara Jade to be Mara Jade. Right. <laughs> Agreed. Tell the um, truth. Well, who was it? I guess it was Star Wars Theory had made a whole comment about the the two wolves that they were riding on. When they yes. rode out of the mountain or, or from the, the mother's stronghold, um, he was on a gray wolf. She was on a white wolf. Right. And something about the name of Balin's skull – uh, was one who chases after the sun or these two wolves right. chase mm-hmm. after the sun. Is that right? It, yes. It, um, and, I, I rewatched or I watched one he did this morning or what he oh? did yesterday. I don't know. He did it in the last couple of days anyway. Uh-huh. Um, and he talks about that. And, and that was part of his theory of why uh, Balin could possibly be the replacement of the sun because he is chasing the sun. It's like a Greek mythology that Balin always chases after the sun, and then the the other wolf always chases after the moon. Um, so I'm not sure how that plays in so so much, but the sun idea it's interesting, and I can see Dave Filoni playing with Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, he's just that type. He he likes that kind of stuff, and he likes to get really deep. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, that's a possibility. I, I I think because of all that, it's such a unique character and, and not everything has to be connected. I think I talked a little bit about that last week that let's enjoy some of these characters for who they are. I think Balin Skull is the most unique character in the Disney Plus series Agreed. that that we have of, of the Star Wars series that we've gotten so far. Not saying there weren't interesting characters. That's not what I mean. But he's the most especially interesting. not that Shin T girl. <laughs> I think he's the most interesting character that Disney has given us, even with the movies and everything else. I mean, yeah, some of the older characters, you know, I wouldn't put him there, but you know, like mm-hmm. uh, all the new characters. I mean, they just yeah. Every time he's on screen, you just want to know more and more and more. Yes, I, I totally agree with you there. I, I mean, and I haven't had a Disney character hit me like that. Not mm-hmm. one. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, sorry, it's Norris. Okay, because I'm pretty sure. There. I don't think her microphone's on, Mike. I don't mind. It's doing a thing again. I hear her echo through into your microphone, but I don't hear Megan. Yeah, I don't know what we're. How did we fix that last time? I don't know. I don't know either. Well, just okay. go ahead. Anyway. Go, go ahead, Megan. Go ahead and talk. And Mike, I may need you to re restate what she's saying. Um, I'm pretty sure they're Fenrir's children. Children. You think you you think that what? is correct? Fenrir's children. Or Fenrir, Fenrir's children. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she's right. Does, Steven, does my microphone sound weird? No, yours doesn't. Huh. Because I know I had it set differently last time, and that's what threw it off. But I I don't know if that's what's going on. Anyway, go ahead, and um, I'll see if I can go into my settings here. Oh, it's fine. So, um, Andrew, let me ask you this. With Shin, what is it you think is going to happen with Shin? What, how do you say, based upon some of this different lore and the, you know, the where uh, riding the white wolf and kind of her role and who she is, what do you like best about her? Where do you think she's headed? I think, well, she definitely hesitated when Ahsoka reached out to her. It might have been brief, but she definitely considered it, I think, to, to, let go and oh, okay. And, uh, and so I think that there's conflict. I think Balin uh, abandoning her in her mind uh, really made her question everything. And you know she's questioned why they were there to begin with. You know, with uh, different episodes and uh, you know I can't remember which episode it was, but she was talking about how they didn't seem like they were getting what they thought they were going to get in her mind. And uh, mm-hmm. so there, I think there's a chance she could switch, but. I don't know. She also, she just seems like the type that would, uh, like, if she if she grows stronger in the dark side, she could really be the, a big threat. And I don't know if she could, considering I don't know what they're going to do with Balin, could she end up taking over the the main dark side user in the Filoni series and to the movie? <clears throat> Maybe, because I thought originally it was going to be Balin, but I don't know. It, uh, it's We'll be watching her uh, career with great interest as uh, a... <laughs> <laughs> well played well played i love it <laughs> that was good that was a quote from she, like, she wants to be long and uh, that's what i thought at the end when she was going to that tribe like she could have been off by herself but she she didn't want to be alone on that planet and uh so that was mm-hmm. interesting too well and i think she does need somebody you know she she can't just be on her own um i don't think she's ready for that honestly she's she's not quite strong enough in the force to just be off on her own at this point. So, yeah. Yeah. I one, think she needs that group. One of the most intriguing things I think that Balin said, he's, you know, he, he trained her to be more and I yes. want to know more what that means. Um, you know, and that, I think that leads into my, what I, I think, I'm curious about the whole witch theory that you said that she's part witch, possibly, maybe, and all. Mm-hmm. So, why do you say she's part witch? Well, just her fear of the witches themselves. Oh, you know how yeah. some sometimes people fear things that they themselves are. Mm-hmm. So, I, I just have this theory that she fears them so much because she's actually part witch. That, mm-hmm. you know, so She's maybe Balin's skull, Balin's skull, and Mother Townsend got busy. Oh no! I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I don't think she's Balin's daughter. <laughs> I, I wasn't going there. <laughs> just <got> busy. <laughs> oh, I love that line from The Incredibles. That was that's great. right. That's exactly <laughs> where it came from. <laughs> Incredibles is one of the best Disney uh, animated. Oh films my ever. goodness! Yeah great oh, they awesome. don't make them like they used to <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one that was that line was in there too wasn't it <laughs> that's so funny but yeah i i think she's part night sister and that's why she fears them so much and okay she, did, like she just that. doesn't want to become what they are 
Mm-hmm. And that's that's and maybe that's actually the light side coming out in her that mm-hmm. she she fears them so much that she doesn't want to become them. Maybe that's where the uh uh um influence to the light will come in. I'm just just theories I'm throwing around. <laughs> no, you know what, so I would, what I would love to see, I don't know if they'll do it, but I would love to see a Tales of the Jedi where they do those things where we see Balin when he was young, then oh. middle, and then like the last one be where he found finds Shin. And I mean look they could feel I mean like what were those episodes? Eight minutes, five minutes? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could do a lot in that in three little arcs oh. and and fill in so many gaps. And I think people would watch those episodes now. You know, I think a lot of people went back and watched the Ahsoka uh, uh, episodes from Tales of the Jedi. So I hope so they do are something. You, are, like are you giving Disney permission to use that idea then? Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> you heard right, it Disney. here first. I'll put, that letter up with the others. I'll put that letter up with the others from the. Uh, <laughs> 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 right. Oh, gosh. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I, mean, I would so, love just a Balin novel, comic, whatever. Just give oh, us something to fill in some of these gaps. Agreed. Agreed. I, I I want I want a Balin. I want more Balin stories. You know, mm-hmm. and whether that be novels, comic books, or what, I want it. Or for that matter, like you said, animated. I, I'll take some animation stories on them just so we can find out who this guy is. And you know, I he's intriguing. He really is. And and to me, Shin, I like her, but without Balin, I'm not as interested in Shin. You know, <gasps> I know. What <laughs> are you saying? She's another pathetic life form? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Master, something tells me we picked up another p- uh, pathetic life form. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the Shin and Balin dynamic. I love the they are intriguing. They're great, um, and I, I'm just looking forward to see. I, I'm looking forward to Ahsoka season two, hands down. But Balin just threw her away. <laughs> well, that's shocking. That did me too. That actually. was that was out of left field for me. Well, I personally. mean, it didn't. It didn't at the same time because I did tell my wife. You know, I says. Because I felt that their uh, intentions were different. Because mm-hmm. he he said, you know, I have a greater purpose mm-hmm. where she kept craving the power. So, I mean, there was part of me that wasn't totally shocked because, you know, I, I felt he got to a point where, yeah, okay, she's craving the power too much. We have to separate. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I didn't expect it then, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would have expected something else to lead up to that to there drive a wedge between them. Yeah, I I um I don't know if there's a wedge between them, but they did do a good job of setting up saying just as you said cuz when you said this, they had different paths that like she wanted power, he as a mentor realized, "Hey, if this is where you want to go and this is what you want, it's time to let you go, let you fly on your own if this that's where you cuz that's where you'll find it. For me, this is where I'm headed." Right. You know, and so I have a different purpose now. So I don't, I don't know, or I, I just, it, I, but I do, do find it intriguing. It's, it's almost like Obi Wan and Luke on the Death Star. You know, when, when Obi Wan's like, I have to go face Darth Vader, 
And Luke's like, I'm coming with you. And he goes, no, no, your, your destiny lies on a different path than mine. Mm, I have to fulfill nice this. parallel. Okay. Right? So I almost look at, at Balin and Shin in that same way as uh, Obi-Wan and Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I kind of mm-hmm. wonder too, did Balin, whatever his, the feeling he's got, does he know he's not going to survive and he didn't want Shin to come with him because she he didn't want her to, uh, that would be another parallel to it. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good. I didn't even think about that. Things that make you go, go hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about, let's see. How about when Ahsoka wasn't left alone? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I did enjoy that. That, that was, thank you for the reminder. Um, so, Ahsoka kind of gave um, uh, uh, this whole story about her and Anakin and how Anakin never left her left her side and she he always had her back and everything. And then you have Sabine and Ahsoka and Ahsoka tells Sabine, go, you know, I have to finish this. And then you have the, the scene where Sabine throws uh, Ezra onto the Star Destroyer, and then Ezra is supposed to help pull Sabine onto the Star Destroyer. And I immediately I was like, "Is she really going to go? Is she really going to leave Ahsoka?" Even after mm-hmm. that whole you know spew of you know a master doesn't leave the apprentice, yeah, and, that whole know, monologue, <laughs> right? You know, and I know, I know, in this case, Sabine is the apprentice, but still. You don't leave. And then she shows up and I was like, oh, good. You know, I I, I like that moment. I thought it was a nice moment that mm-hmm. she stuck with Ahsoka and fought it out. So, yeah, good, good, good reminder there. <laughs> yep. So let's talk about what you didn't like real quick, because you said you didn't like the whole force thing for Sabine. Right. It's so help me understand that. What's your give me your story. Uh, well, not to be cliche, but the whole thing is forced. <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, I, it's just, okay. I never felt in rebels that we, we got, you know, any inclination that Sabine was actually force sensitive. And, and it drives me crazy because now all of a sudden, you get this whole, you get these pieced together thing of, well, her. Now we we did see Sabine and Ahsoka at the end of Rebels, like they were leaving, they're going to find Ezra, so on and so forth, and then we get that same scene repeated in this. So there's like this piece that's missing in between there, where supposedly Ahsoka takes Sabine on as an apprentice. And I just don't get why it it, it doesn't right. click in my head why Sabine and I know there's the whole thing of well it just makes it to where anybody can have the force I don't like that yeah here, here's what your wife said I love this you get the force you get the force <laughs> right, exactly <Force>. exactly <laughs> um, I don't think we I don't want to live in a Star Wars universe where everybody can have the force. I I don't Mm. like that. Now I loved, uh, uh, what's his face in, in rogue one. Um, gosh, uh, sure. Sure. Yeah. 
I love Chirrut and because he believed in the force, you know, he, he had a, uh, a, it was almost a religion to him is what it was. And, and he almost felt like he had the force in some way, but at the same time, he was not Luke Skywalker. He was not Anakin. You know what I mean? You know, Mm -hmm. I like it in that sense that people can follow it and, and get a, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Some kind of taste of it, you know, so, you know, so on and so forth, but not necessarily be a force user. And, and, and I think it's more interesting when you have people who have the special abilities and they're the ones who are very strong in the force, you know, that kind of thing. But this whole, uh, you get, you get the force and you get the force. I'm not fond of this idea. I I just don't like it. It's yeah. (laughs) To me, it waters it down. You know what I mean? Okay. Sure. Uh, again, again sure. if everyone is Superman, then we don't have a Superman. Dude, this is like we're doing all kinds of incredible ref- incredible movie references. <laughs> if everyone's super or if everyone's special, then no one is. Or That's something right. Like that. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Interesting. I I personally I, I wanted I, I wanted Sabine just to be an incredible skilled warrior. She's Mandalorian. Agreed. Um, and, and then all of a sudden, now that she was able to pull the lightsaber to her, then she can force push someone. I'm like, oh man, that's quick. I don't I don't know where I'm at with it. I, I'm not comfortable right. with it. I think that's the problem. I haven't accepted that, that that's where we're going with it. So I do agree with you. I do find it awkward. Awkward kind of a thing so andrew what do you how do you feel on sabine and the force and where are you at with this that was the during the first viewing that was something i wrestled with a little bit and it didn't bother me in the second viewing okay um okay i just i saw a lot of comparisons to luke because you know when we first met luke there's no there's no signs of the force and you know when he first shows up in a new hope and everything but by the end it was starting to grow a little bit and then you know, we had the callback to Empire when he pulled the lightsaber, when she pulled the lightsaber. I have a theory. I'm interested to see what happens if they make it off the planet. I think that force powers are enhanced uh, on that planet. And that's why, you know, when Ooh, you, okay. you know, Wang said, um, you know, that she was at the bottom of the list. But on that planet, maybe, you know, uh, 1% is a uh, 25% there. I don't know. You know, it. That is. It, it would make sense. Kind of like when you're on the moon, you can jump further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Well, I will uh, say that's this. an interesting it, theory. I like in that. the Mortis trilogy on the planet that they are. They're saying that it is it is a very force sensitive planet. The force was very right. strong on that planet. Hmm. I yeah. Okay. I like that theory. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Sabine once they come off of that. Now, the only thing that is that could crush her also, because I mean, she's already been told by Huang that she's, she's the least force sensitive person he's ever met, which actually I thought was great. I love, you know, and then she has that moment where she's watching Huang and listening to Huang and, and uh, Ezra and, and, and Huang compliments Ezra going, oh, 
you must have been a very good student. And yeah, that just ticked her off and right. she just takes off. Yeah. So, you know, all of a sudden she starts showing abilities in the force that are pretty, pretty intense, you know, draw the lightsaber to her, um, fight right alongside Ahsoka and be almost to Ahsoka's level, um, so on and so forth. And then all of a sudden she goes off and she doesn't have that again. I think that could crush her. I, I think that could really hurt her. So I don't know. We'll see. But I like the, I like the idea of the planet enhancing the force abilities. I think that's right. a very interesting idea. And maybe it is, maybe we get some time, uh, still on this planet before they get off where her and Ahsoka are training and maybe with her training and the uh, advancement of the force there, maybe that helps her once she's outside of it. And I don't know, maybe that'll help ease my mind a little bit. Because when I think, her, Go ahead. When we saw her try to use the force the last time in the, uh, our gal- or the regular galaxy, she couldn't even move a cup. You know, right. but as soon as exactly. she gets there, you know, so that makes, I like that. Now it could also be, um, you know, there's, there's the, uh, uh, kind of parental, you know, uh, a mother, you know, might be able to do something incredibly, uh, some have some incredible strength feats to save their child. You know, um, we could be looking at a situation like that where, you know, uh, where Sabine sees Ahsoka in trouble, she considers her master, and then all of a sudden she's enhanced by that too. Um, I kind of wondered if that was it, but I I like the planet idea better, just because I I think that plays in really well with the whole Mortis trilogy and everything. That's that's a good theory. That works. I think it works anyway. So good one, Andrew. Nice. Team yeah. Shin. We, yeah, that's right. Shin Hati. How many jokes did we hear about Shin Hati being a Hati? <laughs> <laughs> many, many memes. <laughs> right. Right. I, you know, I will say this. Let me, let me say this about the whole series. I, I enjoyed the whole series. It is, it is my favorite of the Star Wars Disney Plus era. Ah, Brenna, much more better Cheers. theory. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. So I will say this. I um, like it as a whole, and I am looking forward to seeing more about this planet. Um, the planet looks more desolate now, which is another reason I think the sun is taking over. I am looking forward to us doing a, a mortis trilogy episode so we can go more into this lore oh yeah and all i think that's a great idea um and uh that's your idea i like it (laughs) um (laughs) so i may have to see if i can get some pictures i i i want to go back to that first first or second episode where we see the image of the the bat creature and really take a look at that compared to the mortis trilogy we'll talk about that too um um, because i think he's still alive i think he's still alive so that's, but I, I like that. But as a whole, the Mortis introducing the Mortis trilogy into Ahsoka is great. I like, I did not like at the beginning 
the attitude or the character of Ahsoka being so blah. Yeah. And you mean at the beginning of the season, right? Season. Yes. Beginning of the season. But then seeing the change in her character and becoming rather than Ahsoka, the gray, we have Ahsoka, the white. And I really, I I have enjoyed that kind of like, Oh, she was even forgiving of Sabine, even though she told Sabine destroy the, the map. So, yep. you know, and, and, and she, she knew what Sabine did and she was, she was even forgiving of her there. And I thought that was very Ahsoka clone wars, Ahsoka like, yes, you know, yes. So. Agreed. Yeah. Just the character development, the arc, I guess it's called, I yeah. guess it's the arc, the character arc of Ahsoka. It was really good um, in seeing what she's become. So yes. Now, uh, one last thing that I, I want to get off my plate is you saw Anakin yay, as a force ghost. Yes, but did, as a force did ghost. you think that she Ahsoka saw him or no? Or was Ahsoka talking with him or? I think Ahsoka saw him. Okay. I mean, uh, let's go back to Return of the Jedi. Did Luke see Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Yoda? Oh, good call. Did. Right. I don't think this is any different. I think Ahsoka saw him. the bigger question is what did Sabine see? Cause well, Sabine she didn't see st- anything. Well, she, she, see, she stopped and she's like, what? She sensed him, but she didn't see him. I don't okay. think. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought she could tell that something force uh, power wise was there, but she couldn't see it. And I think that made Ahsoka smile too. That not only she saw Anakin, but that Sabine was able to sense Anakin. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I have one more question. Do you guys think that Morgan Elsbeth is officially dead? I think we could see her ghost on that planet only. I think you know that could tell. Oh, okay. I like that. Mm. I like that. I I I would like to see more of her in this shadow person or whatever, you know, the gift of shadow or whatever. I was like, ooh, what is this? Ooh, it's kind of like becoming a Jedi Knight, but in the sisterhood, you know, kind of a thing. And and I was okay. Yeah. And 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 but it just it was like, yay, okay, here she is, and then all of a sudden she's dead. I was like, really? I was kind of looking forward to that. So that based upon that being so quick, I it would be interesting if there was if we get to see her again, if there's more to it. I'm intrigued. That's a good question. Well, my that's a good question. A good question. Um, <laughs> my thinking is I really like the character. I thought she was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, would I like to see more of her? Of course I would like to see more of her because she was a great character. On the other hand, um Star Wars is becoming a very bad trope. You know, it's it, it, uh, of, well, this person's dead, but they're not really dead or, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think it cheapens her character if you bring her back. And personally, I'd like her to stay dead just because of that. You stay know. dead already. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it, it, it's true. I mean, come right. on. How many of them have we had brought back? And, you know, I love Darth Maul. Darth Maul is a favorite character of mine, but 
you know, truth be told, he should not have come back. <laughs> and I know that's that's George Lucas's doing right there. Um, the whole thing was George Lucas's doing. I'm gonna kill this. Uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna kill this guy. He, they're not gonna bring him back like they did Boba Fett. Um, hey Dave, do 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 you think that we could bring back Darth Maul? <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, yes, that was George's fault. And and I love having Darth Maul back. I, in fact, I wouldn't mind seeing him come back in somewhere. I think it would be great. But on the other hand, it it has just become a trope in Star Wars where these characters don't actually die. And it would be it'd be nice if one actually died and they died. <laughs> Stay dead. <laughs> You know, so I, I do think she is dead. I think the whole we saw the green smoke come from her and everything. I think that kind of represented a fin, uh, finality to her. Oh, I miss and, that. Yeah, I miss that. Oh, yeah, OK. I, so I, I think she really is dead. And I did love that they used Mother Talzin's sword. Yes. That was awesome. That was so cool. So if anyone does not realize it, um, Mother Talzin had Mother Talzin was one of the Night Sisters. She was like the most powerful Night Sister in in uh, in Clone Wars. And at one point, she battles Mace Windu, and she conjures up that sword to battle Mace Windu with. So that's exactly where the sword came from, and. That was pretty cool. It was a neat callback to the Clone Wars. I enjoyed that. Okay. And I think that's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. Andrew, anything else you'd like to share? Uh, one thing real quick. If uh, if you haven't read it yet, definitely check out the Darth Maul Son of Dathomir comic because it's got some really good stuff in it, especially since nice. we're headed back to Dathomir. Uh, that's Tom. true. Good point. Uh, really cool. Um I'm interested to see if they're going to, if Mother Talzin does come back somehow, because, you know, being the most powerful witch, could she, I mean, I can't wait to see what's in those casket things. That's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, like we're going to have the army of the, of the witches and that's, that's going to be wild. Oh, I can't wait to see what they do. And uh, I'm really interested to see like, how much is this is going to take place in a, another season and how much is going to take place in a movie? Because uh, I mean, because there's, there's still some gaps they need to fill in before they get to the movie. I think that, uh, cause I, I mean, you know, there's been a lot of speculations like, oh, is there going to be a second season? I think there has to be just because there's, there's, you can't put that much or it's, or do they give Dave a trilogy of movies to tell the story? So, oh, there, there's so many possibilities now. Um, emergency. Awesome. I watched him this morning. Again, I don't know where he gets his information, but he claims that Filoni and Favreau are already working on season two of Ahsoka. Now, I haven't seen any official announcement of that, but I do think that guy's got some insider info, and I, I think he might be on the right track. We could be getting some decent information from him. So um, it sounds like Ahsoka 2 is in the works. Um Question is, when are they doing uh, Mandalorian 4? Because that's supposed to play into this. Mm -hmm. Skeleton um, crew does too, right? Now, see, I don't, I, I've heard rumors of that, but I don't know 
Because Skeleton Crew doesn't have any of the original characters, or for that matter, any of the characters that have been in the Disney Plus series. So I have no idea what they're doing with that. I think that's going to tie into the movie, but I don't know if it's going to tie into the some of the shows. I mean, they might. I mean, who knows? Zeb might okay. show up, but sure. uh, and help them out at some point. Gotcha. Okay. That was a disappointment of mine. Mm-hmm. Zeb never showed up. Yep. I was so disappointed that Zeb never showed up. You know, you you got the model. Why don't you? He's he's part of the the rebels. I don't understand why he didn't show up. Uh, I wanted I Zeb. I was hoping he would show up in like an end credit scene or something in uh, like Ezra telling him or something about, you know, Ahsoka oh. and uh, uh, Sabine being stranded there. And then I thought it'd be really cool if he said, I know a guy that can help us. And then you hear the Mandalorian music, you know, <laughs> 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 season four. Oh, then we can have a connection to Mandalorian. That would be awesome. I like that. That's a good theory. Pergil for a reason. I still think there's something behind that. So yeah, yep. You you think we're gonna see the Pergil again? I think when with Grogu looking at him the way he did, I just wonder like if is our uh, is Ezra and Grogu gonna go? Or are they gonna get, get on a Pergil and go get Ahsoka and Sabine? That could oh. be interesting. Well, Ahsoka does know Mando. She's met Mando, and yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, uh, there's been talk. There's been some theories thrown around that since we're going to Dathomir, they're going to raise the witches. That's what's in the caskets that, you know, this is what's believed. Okay. Um, that the the witches are what's in the caskets. They're going to raise the caskets on Dathomir. Um, the Mandalorians are going to get wind of this and we're going to get kind of this war between the Mandalorians and the witches of Dathomir, um, which could be fantastic, honestly. Mm. Um, I love Mandalorians and I love the Mandalorian season, the, uh, the series. So yeah, if, if, if we're gearing up to a Mando war, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm, I'm in for that. Ooh, I had this, that. I had this vision this morning of uh, like fighting the witches and I could see Ahsoka and Sabine, uh, Jason and Ezra. Cause I think Jason's going to be Ezra's apprentice. Um, I think oh. you can see Luke and Ben, you know, just like all six Jedi with lightsabers drawn, ready to go. That would be like the end game, you know, of uh, Filoni's movie. That would be pretty cool. Oh. Well, and I think somewhere Luke has to come back into this, mm-hmm. especially if we're doing the quote unquote heir to the Empire and we have the return of the, the Empire you, you you can't have the return of the Empire without Luke Skywalker. You know, he has to be in that fight. And and we know he's around. Luke is not going to stay out of this fight, you know, if it's happening. So I think we have to have Luke. I think at some point we have to have Princess Leia. And I think at some point we have to have Han Solo. Um, yeah. I, I, I am hopeful and I'm believing Dave Filoni is going to give us the uh, – the trilogy that we wanted, you know, we're, we're going to get the scene with the three of them being reunited, you know, um, and it, that'll probably happen in the movie if it does happen anywhere. That would and I want to see, I want to see Luke's Academy. I want to see his Academy, you know, so, oh, so much good stuff can come out of this. <laughs> yeah. I believe it will with Dave. I mean, I really do. If, if they let him stick to his plan and don't get too involved, I think it'll, 
I think it will end yes. where if you don't want to watch the sequel trilogy again. You don't have to. You know, it'll. You know, you got, <laughs> you got some sequels because uh, I think. I mean, in a way, and then you know, they could put something in the movie where it teases the Emperor's return. You know, but like, if you wanted to cut it off after Filoni's movie and have episodes one through that. You know, I could see Dave doing that. And uh, well, Filoni did have a connection because he did have Sabine say, "Oh yeah," and it's rumored that the Emperor is dead. You know, they left it very open ended. You know, to to play into the sequel trilogy and such. So uh, it's not like he's. You know, everyone's like, "Oh well, Dave's Dave's writing off the the sequel trilogy," and I I don't believe he is at all. I. Mm-hmm. I I think he's actually connecting dots is what he's doing, but I think he's doing it in a way to enhance it and make it better per se. <laughs> well, they did with the Clone Wars. I mean, there's right. a lot of people that said that they love the, or like the prequels more now because of it. So. I agree with that. I, I believe the Clone Wars enhanced uh, the uh, prequels a lot. Um mm-hmm. Honestly, if you, if you don't like the prequels, I highly recommend watching the Clone Wars. I also highly recommend reading Darth Plagueis. Yes, Darth Plagueis is fantastic, and it really, really helps um, the Phantom Menace. You know, but I enjoy the Phantom Menace. <laughs> I think it's a good movie. I love the prequels. I know where you got that one. Uh, yeah, I do too. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, well done. Anything else? I can't wait for Shin season two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Open the door and he walked right through it. Yeah. I do believe we'll probably see more of Shin in season two than than we did in one. I think, I think she has a, a bigger story. Yeah, I think she has a bigger role to play. And the only reason I say that is because I remember how Ahsoka got introduced. I'm like, what? But the character arc of Ahsoka overall through Clone Wars, from the movie, through the series, and through Mandalorian and all those, it's just been phenomenal. And I, I'm I'm hoping that we have that with Shin as well because I think there's just this just so intriguing. We've got this Jedi that's neither almost Sith, but not quite and not gray Jedi by any stretch of the imagination kind of a thing. So what, if she is to be more, I'm curious about that very much. So how about this? What if Shin and Luke get together like Luke and Mara Jade did and Ben Solo kills Shin, that would make me go live on an Island by myself and away from well, everybody. I mean, that, that, what- <laughs> that was my theory on Mara Jade, how, how we could bring Mara Jade in and then uh, Marjay gets killed off, and that's what makes Luke into Curmudgeon or Jake Skywalker, <laughs> right? You know, I think that, and I, that makes a lot of sense. I, I stick to that theory. I, I I think it's great. I think it would work. And yeah, Disney, pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're listening. That's right. <laughs> I'll give you that idea for free, just just so we get it done. I. <laughs> You don't even have to pay me for that one. <laughs> That's funny. That's if, funny. If, if I can get that storyline, I'd be happy to just, yeah, I'll, I'll give that one to them. They can have that one. Anyway. <laughs> right on. So All if right. we do a Mortis trilogy, Andrew, you want to come back for that? Sure. Yeah. If everything okay. works out. I've been wanting to rewatch it because, uh, you know, how many people, you know, when you talk about it online with people like, 
it's not going to tie into that. That's old stuff. And I'm like, well, I don't know. And then I'm like, that was my fist pumping. Like, yes. Cause I was like, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yep. <laughs> and it's just, like I said, it's, it's a great uh, callback to George. And uh, cause I mean, yeah, that, I, I mean, that I remember re- hearing, I remember Dave talking about it and saying like that meant a lot to George, that, uh, that arc. So uh, yeah, I'm glad they did it. And uh, I can't wait to see where it goes. They, I mean, and Filoni, I trust. So and there Filoni, you go. we trust. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us here on Two Geeks and a Microphone. Just want to share one thing real quick with you. Um, is that if you want to check us out, please check out our website at www.2geeksmike.com, the number two, G-E-E-K-S-M-I-C.com. There is the hub for all things 2 Geeks, so you can get to our um, Kofi page which is where you can support us. We've got a $1, $2, and $3 tiers. Um, we keep it minimal, but we're kind of excited about uh, just all the just the network that we've created and the supports that we, we've got. So co-fi, ko-fi.com slash two geeks. Or you can even check out our uh, link to our page now. Oh, no, no, no. We, that's that's the old page. one, right? That's, that's the old one. That's the old that's one. The old I'm going to take that off, everybody. Sorry, 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 sorry. Whoops. So the, so, new, the new link is twogeeksmikemerch.com. It is. I'm really excited. Megan and I worked hard to get that. (laughs) Two geeks, Mike dot merch. No, two geeks, Mike merch. M E R C A merch dot com. This here. That's it. You got it. Right on two geeks, Mike merch.com. So you can check us out on there. Uh, pretty excited uh, just about some new stuff that we've got coming up. And then um, also I want to encourage you if you want to reach out to us, um, our email is show at two geeks, as well. All right. Uh, anything else, Mr. Mike? Yeah. With that said, um, please go. Oops. I hit the wrong one. Please go like and subscribe to us on uh, Facebook and YouTube. I always lose the <laughs> the big one. Anyway, um, yeah, go over and, and like us on Facebook and YouTube. I'm extremely active on Facebook. Uh, Andrew knows that. <laughs> Andrew and I uh, uh, go back and forth on Facebook quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, go like us there. Go follow us on YouTube uh, so you can get um, notifications every time we go live. We go live every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. You do the math on the rest. And, uh, oh, thank you, Megan. Um, there is our little graphic for uh, both Facebook and YouTube. We make sure and hit the little bell. That gives you notifications for YouTube also. And you can find Andrew Staples or the – the president of the Shin Hati fan club over at the Facebook group, the escape pod, which is a, a fantastically fun star Wars group. Uh, very positive star Wars group. We, we mm-hmm. try to stay positive in there. Um, and then it Andrew, you also have a Marvel and DC side to that too. Don't you? Yeah. I need to start promoting that a little bit more since we have a uh, Loki season two, uh, going there on but go. I'll, I'll share a link in that and uh i think there's some other escape pod facebook groups but look for the one that's got uh, a uh balen and shin cover photo and uh that'll be the one that 
we have a lot of fun there. It's been a lot. It's just been just a blast. I've loved this show. Love talking uh, with all the fans about it. And uh, yeah, just great time to be a Star Wars fan. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. All right. Um, that's all I got, Stephen. You? That's all I got. All right. Thank so, you guys for having me. Oh, yes. Thank loved you for joining you. us. Yep. And we look forward to having you back. All right. So with that said, um, over and out and may the force be with you always. Thank you for joining us today on the two geeks and a microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews until then. May the force be with you.